A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. everybody and welcome once again to the long run your live stream and podcast brought to you by the 40 runs running community i'm jo- i'm ian wilkerson and i'm joined by the founder of 40 runs mr chris and chris we've got some cracking guests for our blinding viewers delectation this evening haven't we yeah absolute crackers tonight really excited about oh, tonight who we got then mate right so we've got will from active road and if anybody follows me or you know, not been living in Chepper. Basically, I'm the biggest fan of Active Root. Just asked uh, Fletch as well. Um, so we'll come on to the why soon. And we've also got the world record holder of the Sky Athlon club. The world champion. Machine. The world champion Sky Athlete is here. So it's going to be a great show, this one. I'm really looking forward to it. Yeah, it's going to be plenty to get stuck into. Now, hi, Chloe. How, hello, Will. How are we doing? Lovely to have you along. Hi there. Yeah, good. Great to be along. Thanks for for inviting us. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Good to be on a, on the show. And Klaus, I bet we'll have plenty to talk about. Oh yes, I can talk for England. <laughs> oh, a bold boost. A bold boost at the time. I'm sure this will be. Uh, someone said you're already looking at. You know, you're doing great stuff. Um, obviously, you know, it's been a busy old time jumping out of planes and uh, setting world records and things. So uh, you know. Yeah, thanks ever so much for coming along. We'll get a good in-depth uh, chat with you a little bit later. Chris, how's your week been? I should think hot. Hot, up and down. Oh, um, just actually, uh, before I uh, uh, forget, make sure people stick your comments, stick your questions in, whether you're watching on YouTube or you're watching on Facebook live. Obviously, don't try and do that if you're listening to this as a podcast. Or maybe think of the questions and email them to me. Or hit me up on Instagram if you've got questions. There you go. Um, yeah, the week, um, Tobe and I went out and did 16 miles today. I had a busy week. I was in ASICS yesterday. That was kind of awesome. Um, and the video for that will come out in a couple of weeks. Uh, but, yeah, mad busy as always. We've got... You were down in Swansea as well on your training course last weekend. Yeah, that? I was in Swansea. I'm, I'm in Harrow this weekend. I'm back out on the track this weekend doing more. Um, I was meant to be at ASICS 10K, but I can't make that. I'm just, I've just... Trying to fit everything in. We've got the landmarks, London landmarks next weekend, which uh, oh, yeah. I'm definitely going to be there because uh, I'm there filming that. So I'm super excited about that one. And yeah, me it. too. I'm in long in that one. Yeah, yeah so busy, busy, busy. Yeah, Toby, how are you, mate? Now you, you you got a bit of a pasting last week about disqualification on the parachute jump, and I just wanted to uh, check that you're all right, mate. We were a bit worried about your welfare. Yeah, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm doing all right, but, you know, I, I had to deal with the uh, not slot on my watch, apparently, doesn't count for a full time. Oh, doesn't it? You know, it's a bit like a golfer. You've got to be in charge of your own score, isn't it? You know, it's a bit that you would have thought there'd been some sort of adjudication in process. That, um, well, I wouldn't have thought about like last on the planes a bit, you know. It's a bit bit lonely up there at that point. I don't know oh, how that yeah. happened. I, I'd went, have just I got the blade that. to turn around. I did, I mean, I, the person who did that to you, did that so you had plenty of time to put your watch on. I mean, I, f- I feel terrible that you was the last to leave the plane. Before, I, even after all those other randoms that went before you, I feel awful about it. Whoever did that, have you had terrible. a word with them? Yeah, I, I think we'll sort that out for mine. You could have, um, you could have had a terrible landing though, couldn't he? he if he someone had filmed had it, yeah. if someone had filmed it, if yeah. It, sorry, sorry, one minute. I just need to one sec. Yeah, I just have to, you know, add some sort of audio description for the people who are currently on their long run who downloaded that as a podcast. I don't know what the hell went on there. Uh, we, Toby just uh, showed it. It was a director's cut of the uh, yeah. Sky Athlon uh, video. A little bit where Chris just got down on terra firma and uh, I don't know what it went through. Did you get your feet down before your nose? Huh? It's amazing how that didn't make the edit, isn't it? Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> 
But to be fair, right? Be fair. The geezer didn't give me much warning. Oh, so, about the induction before, would he have not been yeah, all I that green stuff really that was below your feet? Might that not have given yeah. away? No, but I'll tell you what actually happened. I was too busy doing this, this, for all the cameras. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, thumbs up, and these signs. That, nice that is signs, you know. the truth. I was too busy smiling and filming um, for all my adoring people, like the old fella. <laughs> oh, actually, the old fella, we need to... Um, oh, yeah. Yeah, so if anybody's... Yeah, there's a, you, may have, you may have noticed that there's an absentee this week. Well, we've got two yeah. cracking guests, but no Alan. No yeah, Chris Master Alan. Now, Chris, are you going to inform people what is more of a priority in Alan's life than joining well, them on I, a Friday yeah. night? This is the thing. I mean, I know that we've had a lot of messages come through that people are worried about him, but don't worry, people. What um, happens sometimes, I think it's every two or three months, at the home he lives in, the old people's home, they do like a bus trip. Um, so they take him down to, I think it's one of the band stations, and there's Tom Jones's plane. Now, for those who don't realise, right, believe it or not, Alan is actually older than Tom Jones. You wouldn't know it looking at him, but he's actually older than Tom Jones. So him and some of his pals from the old people's home, they're taking him down there tonight. Yeah. So it's not right, only so, for Alan to go out on a uh, no, Friday night. See what I did there? I, I did. Very good, mate. Yeah. So, yeah, no Alan tonight. He's throwing his knickers at Tom Jones. Yeah. So um, <laughs> we'll have to crack on. Be, just quickly, you know, it's a big week, isn't it? Park runs back tomorrow. We'll charge for that. Massive. Massive. Oh, that's going to give everybody such a big lift, isn't it? I'm, I'm actually, I'm buzzing. I can't wait to go. Yeah, I'm a bit gutted, really, that I'm missing it. Um, but... It's just the weekend that the, the thing fell on. Um, but I just I just can't wait to see all our runners in the community club up and down the country in their pink shirts, not in their pink shirts, shouting at each other as they go around oi oi 40 runner and all that kind of stuff. I just I just you know, it's what we do best. Um yeah. having fun, being awesome. I just can't wait to see how everybody gets on tomorrow. I think it's gonna be epic. Obviously, be safe. Don't lick and steal the tokens. Yeah, don't lick it and don't nick it. Like, Mel gets a bit upset about that at Bushy Park if you go along and deliberately steal them. I don't mm. condone that in any way. Check any other 40 etiquette? Uh, yeah, basically, it's just shout. If you see another 40 runner on course, as always, just shout really loudly at the Moyo 40 runner. Yeah, and nicely, mate. And if you see one, <laughs> if you do see another 40 runner at an race event, we don't want mass gatherings of people, obviously, but if you feel comfortable enough to go up and talk to them, it, you know, that'd be great. Maybe just give them a wave, something like that. I know some people, it's hard to, to chat, people you don't know, whatever. But just know the fact that you've got other 40 runners there, I think will help as well. So, um, and yeah. uh, Chloe, are you part running tomorrow? I certainly am at Surrock. Um, I'll be running it and then straight into volunteering, barcode scanning. Header. <laughs> oh, you see, there'd be no point, mate. I couldn't do the barcode scanning because three quarters of the field would have been already tucking in their second cup of coffee by the time I got around. So, uh, yeah, that's not real. Oh, hello, cat. Oh, got lovely black cat. <laughs> Excellent. Um, yeah, so, um, yeah, there's that going on. Um, the A big race in London, big 10K on Sunday as well. So that'll be a bit of a, um, that's a, if you excuse the pun, landmark no. event, isn't it? You know, it will be... Yes, uh, so that goes. I'm sure it'll be fine now. Yeah, I think we put up a thing in the group the other day um, that it seems to be quite a lot of people uh, doing that one. I know Michael Logan's just put on uh, YouTube, I'm, I'm running the A6 10K in London on Sunday. Would you taper for a 10K? No. Um, I'll just go and have some fun. I mean, A6 10K is not a PB course. Just go around and have some fun with it. That's what I would do. A six ten k. It's always yeah. Busy. There'll be loads of people out. Just have a great time. I would yeah. Just have a great time. Don't take it too seriously. Just you know, enjoy enjoy being back out and racing. Mm. I think it'll be a great event. As long as they anyway, don't do last the other year with the t shirts. Was anyone there when they let me know in the comments when they did the t shirt thing the other year? They they didn't. Get, you know, usually right because we're amazing at forty runs as you'd expect. We incredibly send a lot of volunteers to stuff. So like Alan. Um, next week is, is going to be part of our volunteers at the London Landmarks Half Marathon. So we've got like Paula, Kay, and and all these incredible people who organise all this sort of stuff for us. So, um, but last year or whenever it was, I can't remember pre-pandemic, they didn't give you your t-shirt when you finished. You had to then go up through the pre uh, the after event village to get it. It was chaos. Absolute. I was there with the captain, and we everyone was queuing for a soppy t-shirt. 
But because you paid about three grand to enter the event, and I think, by the way, that's a mistake of what they charge for a 10K. I know I'm like nice with basics and they're like friendly to me, so I've got to be a bit careful. But um, I think it is a what's it, what they take about charging people. And actually, this is another subject for another podcast because I want to talk about the costs of races and events at the moment because I think they all need to be bought down a notch and Toby's the man to do it. Yeah. He can be our ambassador for that sort of thing. Anyway, that's probably enough for me for the first 10 minutes. Um, yeah, we'll try and talk to somebody who actually knows what they're talking about. Um, we'll welcome Will Townsend from um, Active Route, who um, we are going to, Chris is going to have a chat with um, and talk about uh, the benefits of hydration and um, talk about the products that they offer. So um, I shall hand over to you, Mr. Ford. And Thank you very uh, much. Wish you best for that. I've just got to give a big shout out to Will and the guys at Active Route because I can't remember how long it was ago where we met, but the, the guys have supported me for, for, for years now, probably, right? Um, with all my mm-hmm, hydration mm-hmm. stuff. And it's not a plug. I don't get paid by Active Route so anybody says anything. It's not. It's just I, I genuinely love the stuff. If anybody knows me, Toby, you can vouch. It is, I just drink it for, for gallons. I just drink, I drink the winter stuff. I, everything i genuinely love it and the reason i love it and it's not sour is because it's got the ginger in it so for me with somebody who has a sensitive stomach the ginger just works for me um mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And, and i don't know what it is and we will tell us in a minute about why it works for me but the, the root ginger in there um it it just it, it, i've never had any ill effect in terms of you know gassiness bloating runners trots anything and it's the same with the hydration stuff it's the same with the gel stuff that the guys do um it just works for me um so yeah so big shout out mad love to will for coming on so thank you very much will so for those oh, thank who you. Don't know what active root is can you fill the guys in so so as you, as you say chris it's uh we, we see we uh we do sports drinks and we do gels and we do uh low calorie drinks and the main thing is uh, it's got ginger in it and the ginger helps keep your stomach settled. So imagine you're doing a long run or you're doing a marathon and it's a hot day. You know, you, you need to stay hydrated. And sometimes you can get a dodgy stomach. And, and you know, if you're working very hard. Um, so the ginger inactive route helps uh, counteract stomach issues. So it's got... Um, it's got like uh, compounds in it that sort of reduce um, like spasms in the stomach, which can often sort of cause a stomach ache and nausea. So the ginger is an antispasmodic. And um, we did studies on this at a university where we're based in Edinburgh and that kind of got us into it. And then uh, after like lots of research and uh, testing, we, um, we sort of brought out a drink, which, um, it's got the ginger in it, and now we've got, as I say, uh, we've got a low-calorie drink, we've got gels, and they've all got the ginger in it. Um, not all of them taste of ginger, um, but they, they all have the benefits of the ginger. You know, we do um, we do green tea, we do peppermint, we do chocolate flavour, we do lemon flavour. Oh, so, there's, um, there's, loads. there's loads. I mean, my personal favourite is the peppermint. I mean, you probably guys know because you keep sending buckets of it because I go through it. But the peppermint one for me, I love it. I love that one and the electrolyte, but the original, now that's weird, but the original ginger electrolyte is mm-hmm. my favourite. Um, like, for example, Tobin and I were out there 16 miles today. It was baking. Um, and we both drained yeah, yeah, yeah. a load of that. Um, but for me, I, I, the, the, I don't know. Some of them, some of that stuff you can drink, it leaves a funny taste in your mouth. But whatever it is about your product, it, it you don't get that. And that's... You know, especially when you're taking like the gel as well, or whatever way you're you know, working. Because some people use different things. You, you have the mm-hmm. active fruit. The same, like even um, Billy, he drinks Lucasade Sport. I can't drink that stuff because it, it just makes mm-hmm. you burp. All you do is taste it. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's got it's all natural. All ours. There's, there's no there's no artificial sweeteners in it. And as you say, the peppermint's good because some people don't necessarily like the taste of ginger. Mm. So the, the peppermint, uh, you know, tastes completely different. It's sort of quite cooling, mm. which, you know, I suppose if you're doing a long run, 16 miler, you know, you, you need to sort of probably drink probably 500 mils per hour, I'd say. Really? That much? Ticking, okay. o- ticking over. If it's so as hot far, as it yeah. is, you know, I mean, it's hot in Edinburgh today. It's 20, 23, 24 degrees C in Edinburgh. So it must be seriously hot 
with you guys. Yeah, it's, um, it's, muggy, it's, it's muggy down here, and, that, and that's the thing. So, what? So, I mean, it's an interesting. People, people ask like about hydrating. What? What is? Is there a rule of thumb, or is it like? Because some people say, you know, to thirst. Some people say, you know, you should. I always tell my runners to be hydrated before they go out. Key, mm-hmm. and then you know, accordingly throughout the run. So. I mean, I have it on my watch to drink every 45 minutes. I, I have an alert that tells me to drink every 45 minutes because I'll forget. But is there like a mm-hmm. rule of thumb? I think it's very dependent on, you know, season and temperature. But, you know, everyone's a bit different. Like, I tend to drink absolutely loads. And I was with a, I was with a guide on a mountainside and he drank half the amount of liquid I drank in the same amount of time. But, but I think as like a, yeah, a, rule, a rule of thumb, I, you know, if it's hot, I'd be drinking maybe 500 mils up to 500 per hour. You know, if you're really working hard mm. training, doing a long, like long stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, you know, if you're doing something shorter, like, you know, just five or six miles, you'd probably have a drink before and maybe mm-hmm. a drink after mm-hmm. uh, to, to rehydrate afterwards. So you wouldn't maybe bother yourself so much with it, but especially on the long runs, you know, mm-hmm. for sure, for sure you need to be sort of keeping, you know, sipping, not drinking tons, not huge mm-hmm. gulps, but little sips, yeah, um, sips you know, just sort of, sort of regularly. Um, otherwise, you know, you're going to need the loo. So, you know, if you just sort of sip on it. <laughs> See, Tobe and I are different, right? When we're out, because uh, we run a lot together, he, I have the, like, the, 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 let's call it the normal one that you make, the, um, the peppermint mm-hmm. one, uh, when I get back from my run, and I drink that in general. Um, so, like, today I've been, hydrating since my run i've been you know topping up with that through the day but i actually on my run i prefer to take the electrolyte one but toby mm-hmm. is the opposite but i so why is that you did say the other day to me why is that i think it's got more carbs in it isn't it sort of there's a bit of a fueling on the go I believe. exactly yeah 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 i think you know you're getting you're getting the 35 grams of, of carbohydrate per per bottle with the normal one Whereas the electrolyte, you're getting like eight, you're getting a quarter. Um, I mean, it just sort of depends on how you prefer it. Some people don't like to have carbs so much when they're out running and then they'll maybe take them after or, you know, vice versa. You know, it depends what, what you're doing as well. If you, you know, you need you need a bit of extra of energy when you're running. Um, you know, it, it really does depend quite sort of a lot on person to person. Yeah, that's interesting about what you say about the uh, calories. I didn't realise that was why you did. I thought you did because you're lazy, but the um, it is. But also, I think, like you say, it comes back to effort level, right? Because I mean, I don't take a bottle out with me if I'm doing a 10k, even if it's like 37 degrees. I still won't take a bottle out of me. I'll be hydrated before I go out, and then I'll like smash the life out of the active route when I get home. And then continuously, like we did the, oh, was it Wednesday, Tobe? No, you weren't there, um, which is a bit of a surprise. But um, we did that thing. I told the guys to make sure they carried on hydrating when they got home and then again in the morning from the high effort that they'd done the night before to, to, to keep up with the hydration. I mean, is should you just basically be living your life drinking active? I mean, you'd probably be quite happy with that, right? But just drinking actively <laughs> like regularly. Or is it something you should have just after you run? And then not worry about it. So, well, you, I mean, your glycogen levels are depleted after a run. So, you know, taking on carbohydrates and sugars is going to restore your glycogen levels, and and also you're getting rehydrated with the liquid and, and the, the salts. You know, especially at the moment. I mean, you can lick your arm and it tastes of salt at the moment. It's so hot. You know, you sweat the sweat that comes off you if you're working oh, you know, th- thirty-three degrees C or whatever it is. You know, you. Yeah, yeah. It, it, it's just take, it's leaching um, electrolytes out of your body all the time. So that's why you, you you're drinking um, electrolyte drinks top up. Okay, now um, this is a stupid question, but the nor- the normal stuff, the the what, what is the normal the original product? Is that the wrong way of mm-hmm. calling it? So has that uh, got like electrolytes in it? Because I drink the one that's yeah. got electrolyte written on the box because that's how thick I am. I think that that's got more <laughs> electrolytes on it. Well, they've, they've both got electrolytes in them, um, and but the, the, the one that you drink, Chris, is is got the, it's low calorie, right? So, it's, uh, so it doesn't have. I think it's got twenty five percent of the calories okay. of, um, of of the normal one, uh-huh. and and then we also do an electrolyte plus, 
so a, so a lot of ultra runners have been calling for something that's got like more salt in it. Um, so we've doubled the amount of salt in it, and um, we sell we we sell it to people in Hong Kong, and their their like oh. se- their season is absolutely mad. Like the, the the guys that distribute it for us out there are like you know it's so hot out here. You need tons of salt. People take salt tablets. And people in, in the, you know, especially in, in summer here, you know, as well, it, it's so hot. Mm. You, know, you really, you really, uh, you notice it. Maybe not so much for me in Scotland, but, you know, we've been down south a few times recently and it's just different ball game altogether. Yeah, no, sure. But you get a lot of, I, I mean, I know because, well, I know you guys, but you get a lot of cyclists drinking it. You say you talk about the ultra runners. It's across all sports, right? So you're getting all sorts of using it, right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, we we get triathletes, Ironman. We get people just hill walking. We get people play team sports. Mm. Um, we get people who, who sail yachts, who buy tubs of it for the crew because they they get seasick. Um, oh, right, because it's ginger. So, yeah, some got, some group were doing a race in the Irish Sea, and they said, "Oh, you know, we, we, we just buy a tub of it for the boat." Um, not the boat, the yacht. Uh, <laughs> um, so you know, it's, it's all sorts of people, but principally runners, cyclists, uh, tri- triathletes, really, uh, who, who who use it the most. See, the thing is, I, I mean, I, I, I'm quite ignorant, but I'm not sure I know of another product. And please, anybody in the comments and that, lot, let us me know, or, or you know, if you listen to the podcast, email in. If there's another product that's as as natural as yours in terms of hydration. I mean, I'm, am I wrong in that? I mean, not that you should be promoting other companies on it, by the way, but is there, because I'm not aware with the, what the stuff, as you say, yours, everything that goes into it is, is natural. Um, yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's our sort of central ethos. You yeah. Know, that's we, what I mean. We don't, and we don't, put, we don't put any rubbish in it. Yeah. Um, it, even our caffeine that we use in our, our gels is a Garana. So we use a Garana powder instead yeah. of a sort of a synthetic caffeine. Yeah, um, and we we think that's sort of better for your stomach. You know, if you put in things that have been tampered with and highly processed into your drinks and gels, it you know it's going to do the opposite of what we're trying to do with ginger and settling yeah. your stomach. So, yeah. we, you know, we're, we're very sort of keen and focused on it all being natural and not too many ingredients. So there's only like you know five ingredients in our in our sports drinks. Um, you know, they're, they're all I say they're all natural. With the gels, um, with your gel product, because just talk about, I know we're talking about hydration, but it's, everybody's always asking about gels as well. What What's the sort of, is there, again, another rule of thumb in terms of, I mean, again, it comes back to everybody's different, everybody's metabolism different, effort levels, all that sort of stuff. I, I will feel, um, I will feel differently depending on what I'm doing. If I'm doing a, you know, goal pace run, I'll, I'll take some some form of uh, gel at 45 minutes if I'm just doing easy pace run like today, 60 minutes. So I, I differ. Um, but is there a, is, what's the sort of, you know, rule of thumb? What do you think in terms of... Well, uh, the, the, advi- the advice I give, I mean, I, I've done done a few marathons and I, uh, I was taking a gel every six miles during the, I did the Manchester Marathon not long mm-hmm. ago. And, and that seemed, and I have one before as well. That seemed to work for me every six. So, you know, I mean, I mean, and that that you know, you could probably read online uh, other advice. Yeah, but, sure. You know, that's what I, that's what that's what I kind of worked out and trained with on the long runs, and it seemed to do me quite well. Um, you know, because it just gives you a bit of a boost. You know, every ten k. Mm. Um, sounds like similar to what you, you what you just said, Chris. Actually, yeah, it's it's, five, it's minute, a similar sort of thing. Minutes. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. Well, I've got a couple, I've got two uh, two interesting ones. Firstly, it, the product is it is it ve- for, like can vegans use it? It's all natural, so I might, might be obvious question, but yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's all all, all, say all natural, and uh, if you if you're vegan, if you're vegetarian, it's gluten free. Um, yeah, yeah, it's suitable for for you know diets you know that are, you know don't don't have any. Uh, artificial ingredients in, in them so yeah yeah it's definitely yeah, okay. for, ve- okay. for vegans okay there was another question about um i think toe put it up on the screen about the um flavors for the gel are you planning on bringing new ones out from the uh for the gel so 
yeah, it was uh, create different mm. flavours, maybe green tea or, or something like that in terms of the gels. So we've got uh, three flavours of gel. Um, mm. We've got um, a, a sort of cacao, which is like sort of, you know, sort of chocolate and a peppermint yeah. flavour. Then we've got uh, the guarana flavour one, which also sort of tastes sort of quite sort of, it's almost cocoa-y. And then, then the ginger one. So the, the first two certainly don't don't taste of ginger, but you know, mm. I, I, I totally take your feedback. I mean, we're, we're sort of looking at other ones. You know, maybe a sort of uh, citrusy one uh, mm. in the future. Yeah, the lemon, I, you know, lemon was nice. I like the lemon. Sorry to interrupt you. I like the lemon one you sent me. That was nice. Yeah, I mean, I mean, I mean the lemon balm in our electrolyte one has been a, been a bit of a hit, really. So I think you know, just something fresh. You know, we're definitely sort of thinking about about more flavors in the future. Um, but yeah, yeah, thanks for that. Thanks, good feedback. Yeah, that is. Oh, actually, no, Elaine was asking. Um, she missed the start of the, of the stream. She was asking, uh, "Can you taste the ginger?" As she hates ginger. No, Elaine, get the peppermint one or the green tea um, version. The the, yeah, I mean, the taste of ginger is, is you can't really taste it. Yeah, I mean, you get all the benefits of the ginger, but without without the taste, you know, the, you get the, you get the green tea, you know, the sort of matcha taste, and then all the all the peppermint, which mm. you know is the complete opposite of ginger. Really, it's quite cooling. Mm. Um, yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, hundred percent. So, have you got a question? Well, quick question, Will. So, I don't know if mm-hmm. this is one of those wives' tales or something. I heard drinking cold drinks. I put in drinking the fridge before the night before going out for a long run. It take doesn't get into your system as quick as drinking stuff at sort of room temperature or body temp. Is that true? Not true? Don't know. Well, I mean, just sort of thinking about it logically. I suppose if it's at room temperature, it's more at sort of body temperature, isn't it? And I suppose that's gonna your body's not gonna have to work as hard, is it? Your stomach to absorb the liquid. Whereas if it's freezing cold, I'd imagine your body's like, oh Christ. It puts something really cold in my stomach. Uh, this is going to take me longer to absorb. But, but I, don't, no, I, don't, I, I don't know. If it sounds. It sounds. It sounds. It yeah, sounds like we'll the is, is, is you know sound. Um, I have to yeah. say that. Sorry, Will. that's all I've got to say. <laughs> You've no, you done yourself a disservice because I have to say, if anybody gets the peppermint active fruit, put it in the fridge because it tastes incredible on those long runs. Or anyone, it tastes honestly. It it's like you say, it sort of sharpens the the mint in it if you put it in the fridge. So <laughs> definitely, if it's warm like this, then it's worth putting something in the fridge, even though it's so. Out. So Will, sorry, just yeah. to wind up and um, get the um, the website where people can find out more about your products. Can you, you know, just give yourself a plug? Yeah, yeah. Um, so you can get all our products just if you if you search Active Roots, um, just ActiveRoot.co.uk or Amazon, the same same place. And I think Forda, you've got a, a discount code. Yeah, share um, it with share it with the fans. Um, <laughs> I'm just trying to remember. Is it is it oh, 40, 20, 40, I think it's forty or? something, isn't it? <laughs> we'll find out and we'll put it. We'll put it in the description of the video. Um, yeah, we'll put so, it on the yeah, yeah, yeah. So you can get it on Amazon Prime. So you can get it like next day delivery really quickly. Um, and yeah, everything that, that we've talked about is just on, on our website. And then, you know, as I say, right now, it's perfect time for it to, you know, many people are training for a marathon this autumn. So it's a great time right now. You know, 16-week marathon training plans are kicking in. You can uh, start training with training with Active Route and then you'll be ready for, for race day uh, with your, your gels and whatnot. Um, Absolutely. So, yeah. Well, thanks ever so much for coming to see us, Will. Sorry, Kai. I'm terrible at uh, uh, hydrating and fueling runs. Beforehand, I'm fine, but I think I need to get on board with this. I only use water, and I've found in my long runs recently I'm absolutely hanging by the end, but it sounds like this is the type of thing I need to have a go at. Yeah, Mm -hmm. yeah. Yeah, go on, Will. I, Tell her. Sell I was, it. I was just uh, just on a on a very sort of you know basic level. You've got to get your salts in as well as your water when you when you're out working hard. You know you, you're losing salt, so the electrolytes will definitely keep you topped up um, yeah. on your on your runs. <laughs> I've got one more question for you, Will, and then I will let you go and get your dinner. Um, do you guys ship to the US? Because I'm lucky enough that. With what we do on YouTube now, we get a lot of people watching it all over the world, which is just blows my mind, by the way. Um, but can the guys get it in the US? Because I've always I've been asked that quite a few times. 
Um, yeah, I mean, we ship we ship all over the world, so right. uh, so you know you, you can certainly buy it off the the Active Route websites. Um, yeah, yeah, we can we can certainly arrange that and uh, just just get it get it uh, parcelled up and sent out for sure. Brilliant, brilliant, amazing. Um, but yeah, yeah, thank you for thanks very much for having us on. I, I certainly it's been an absolute it. pleasure. Well, very interesting debate you know it's not just a free advert it's got lots of good advice there for everybody as well so thanks ever so much for coming along and we'd love to have you thanks back on another occasion if you uh, get get the opportunity that'd be great we wish you all very well thanks very much for joining us cheers oh, well. thank you all right cheers guys bye-bye bye well that was a great chat wasn't it oh I, honest and, and, and again just to reiterate yeah i don't get paid by active fruit i i as always on 40 runs, I only talk about the stuff that I use. And if and if it's rubbish, I'm quite happy <laughs> to tell you that it's rubbish, right? Because like we started off getting me on the bat talking about race prices. I don't care really what I say. So that stuff, generally, I use it. And it has made a big difference since I started using it a few years ago, Chloe, in terms of, mm-hmm. of how I was feeling towards the end of the runs. Like even today with Tope. I was struggling with the heat at the end of the run. I mean, he, he left me. I will just say that a, a mile and a half. He just he does this smile, right? This is so Toby's running along like this. We're running, and he'll go, <laughs> and he runs off. And a cheeky look over the, the shoulder. For the people on the podcast, that's me turning my head, smiling, knowingly that Toby looks at me and then just runs off into the off into the sunset. Oh, I'm sure we don't have to explain that too much, do we? Because Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. You'll see that you'll see that on most videos, most Sundays at some juncture. Yeah, it, give it a sly. All right, see ya. It generally does make a difference for me, just the way I am, especially for my stomach. So, and, and I say so I suffer chronic with with all that sort of junk that you put in it. Um, and I had I was at Dorney Lakes, and uh, I was at the end, and I, I, I had a Lucas Age Sport, and I was burping. Oh, it made me feel rank for the last you know couple of k it was disgusting so but there you go so there we go we move on we better move on because we've left a world champion waiting 32 minutes no you don't like to leave a world champion waiting. well you know we've had it's the first one and this is what we've done you know we've uh, let let time slip by a bit um chloe lane's with us um i'm sure many of you will know her um, involvement in the uh, 40 runners in the south end area and um one one of uh, the group's most prolific mileage accumulators seems to be in the top 10 on the uh, Strava list most weeks it's lovely to have you along Chloe it'd be uh, great to hear your story so you're now a world champion you're banging out the miles for fun but you uh, you must have started somewhere so do you want to just give us a brief synopsis about your running journey yeah so um, I've only been running uh, since uh, 2015 really um, I was actually a dancer for 20 years, dancing sort of several times a week. Um, but uh, I I tried it just after I'd had my daughter in around 2010. My uh, neighbour took me out running. Right. And I hated it. Honestly, I absolutely hated it. I said to her, how far have we run? And she'd say, oh, about this far, but didn't give any, anything specific. And I like yeah. to know that I'm improving so I went out probably four or five times and then I ditched it but I was going to take up some other form of exercise however 
I was stopped because uh, I had a large tumour found in my knee. Um, right, okay. So how did that all come about? Just my knee swole up overnight out yeah. of absolutely nowhere and um, mm-hmm. with no reason. Um, went to the doctors, referred to a specialist, and they found the tumour had me in hospital within an under a week uh, because it was so aggressive. And uh, I, I honestly faced the prospect of losing my leg. Yeah. So an 18-month-old child losing my leg, and it was really worrying. Um, it was benign, thank goodness, but yeah. I did spend three years uh, not being able to walk properly because there was scar tissue, there was other surgery, other things trimmed, mm. like the meniscus trimmed. Um, but eventually, and I, you got you um, you know you you got a physical job as well, haven't you? So it wasn't like yes. you were desk bound or anything. So that no. must have had a massive effect on everything. Exactly. So I was on on night duties at work, so I couldn't go out, um, which was I, I've been an active person since I was two years old. So that it was awful. But eventually um, I got out there and I started kickboxing, which right. I still do and I absolutely adore. But because you need to be fit to kickbox, I thought, oh, do you know what? I'm going to give running a bit of a go. And also I started doing some uh, OCRs, obstacle course races. So things yeah. like Tough Mudders, Nucleus. So I needed to do a bit of training. So how did you get dragged into that then? Oh, someone at work said, oh, should we go and do a mud run? <laughs> and, uh, yeah, so I went along with it. And so you just put your hand up and say, yeah, I'll come. Oh, yeah, yeah. any challenge. Really? <laughs> I'll yeah. have a go at most things. Just don't put a snake before me. It's the only thing I won't deal with. Spiders, mud, heights, jumping out of planes, you know, I don't care. Yeah, it won't do bad water then, yeah. Leave that. <laughs> Yes, um, but I thought, oh, I'm going to do give this tough mudder a go, and I've done Europe's toughest mudder now as well, um, which is just keep going all night for as long as you can, as many miles as you can. So we did 20 miles when we did that in uh, meaning going through obstacles, going in ice, etc., which mm. is great. But I started to do the running with it, and then January 2019, or well, actually just before that, I found out I've got a London Marathon place. Uh, through the ballot, unbelievably. Um, oh, it was you, was it? Yeah, <laughs> I'm one of those people. <laughs> so that was 2019 I got a place for. And uh, in the January, I think it was actually on the Friday night, um, I was in a marathon group on Facebook, and this post popped up uh, from someone called Chris Ford saying, we're doing the long run tomorrow in South End. Anyone that fancies coming, pop along to the park run and we'll do a run afterwards. So I thought, oh, yeah, that's nice and local to me. Popped along. And, um, yeah, I met a few Fordies. It was in the day, like the earlier days. I don't think there were loads of people, but I think there were people like Nettie and Helen. And we did the long run that day and I ran with Helen and it cemented a friendship there with Helen because we were fairly similar, although she's a real rocket. But we started running together after that. Um, She'd come over to me. We'd blast up Essex Way, which is a mile long hill and evil. But we'd do it. (laughs) Um, And that's where I've been since. So and being with the Fordies, honestly, it's just, yeah. My enthusiasm has been, you know, for running has been increased so, so it's much. helped you. it's helped you push you on to sort of like, I mean, we talk about levels, not levels in sort of like attainment, but in terms of the interest and push you on, to, made it more of a passionate relationship with totally. running. I mean, I, yes, I loved it, but through I've signed up to so many more races and a lot of people after they do the London Marathon just stop. You know, they think, oh, but I couldn't stop because I had friends who were running um, and I wanted to join them. And I wanted that. I just wanted to be there with them. So it's been yeah, two and a half years. And uh, now I'm streaking as well. I was going to bring this up. Now, you mentioned it to me now. 344 days, something like that. 346 was this morning. Right. That's now, incredible. What's... At what point did you think, oh, I've done a few days on the bounce. I think I'll keep going. Well, I actually started on it in before the lockdown in the December. But I got injured last June 
um, did my hip flexor. So I was very sensible uh, and took a month off running. Um, I learned from before when I'd got an injury. Um, So I went back to it and I I was careful going back, but I started running sensibly. So before I just want to knock out the pace, let's run as fast as we could. Um, And then I was getting injured, but I started with the running coach and running to heart rate. So I ran quite easy, quite a lot. um, And that allowed me to continue Um, Mm. and touch wood. I haven't been injured um, because I'm sensible with it. Um, So how, so for people who, you know, might be contemplating doing, Mm. following this sort of uh, pattern and doing one of these streaks, how are you, you're obviously doing your regular training and you're banging out plenty of miles anyway. How far do you actually do when you don't feel like it? Um, I've got, I've got to the stage now where I try to do at least 10k. I had on my rest day, I know on my rest days I do I try and cut it down because I'm trying to be sensible so probably minimum 5k um obviously when we did the sky athlon I only did 4k that day let yourself down so yeah I know terrible terrible but um I've set myself a challenge it has to be a minimum of three and a half k but I've only done that once in mm. that 346. Um, and then the 4K on the Sky Athlon. Otherwise, I've done a minimum of 5K every single run. And it's just running sensibly. That's all it is, sensible training. Yeah, you've, you've pointed out that, um, you know, that, I mean, I know there's uh, plenty of self-end devotees of the uh, slow heart rate method of training. So that, that that's really paid dividends for you hasn't it when you've been doing this absolutely i have to be careful of my hip flexors i've had two injury on my hip flexors there was one oh when i really first started running and i pushed and pushed and pushed i was terrible with my uh, diet um and i cut down too much and i did my hip flexors terribly and carried on training through it and then i started training again but again the hip flexors went but i stopped that time and then I, uh, I've just started to train sensibly. So, um, before I was trying to bang out five minute kilometers all mm-hmm. the time. That's what I was trying to do, and it's just stupid. So now I'll, you know, if I if I'm six thirty kilometers, which is in our other money, it's about ten and a half minute miles. I think roughly that. Um, I don't care. That's what I want mm. to do. If it's slow. That's fine. I'm still getting the miles in. It's sensible. The lactic, lactic acid is not kicking in, and that's the sensible thing. I mean, Chris, you're a big devotee of this particular theory, I'm, aren't you? I mean, yeah. And, but actually, firstly, I've got to give a big shout-out to John Bertie Sharp for the uh, Super Chat. So thank you, John. We really appreciate the support you show me and the channel. So mad love there. But, yeah, I mean, firstly, I think anybody who does these run streaks – and I'd be really interested to know if anybody else, I know we've got a, quite a few people in the group and stuff. Anybody on who's watching on YouTube does a, is on a run streak, let us know. It is something that I don't think I've got the mental aptitude to do. And I take, honestly take my hat off. Like, Carl, you're coming up to a year of doing it. That's, that's incredible, you know, craft to get out there and, and do that. It's just unbelievable. So well done you. But yeah, I think the heart rate thing, what Chloe, everything Chloe said, and, and it's no surprise, is on the money, right? What she's saying about, you know, getting in, getting injured, then realising that she was running too fast, doing it all the wrong way, getting herself a coach and, and then attacking it in a totally different methodology. Where, and she went down the heart rate zone. So everybody can go, you know, different ways, whether you're training the pace or whatever. Um, but she went in the heart rate zone. And it just proves from what Chloe's doing, Chloe's doing, sorry, um, that you can achieve what you want to achieve. If you, Obviously, if you work your socks off like she is but also if you change your way of thinking about how you're training and the methods that you're using and then you'll get the best out of yourself as a human being as an athlete um there's a lot to be said for it there, there really is to, to everybody that i see when i first get them whether it be on a one-to-one or on, or, or they come along to one the clubs they're all running too fast they're, they all run like like crazy people and i spend the first you know couple of weeks to just basically tell them to run slow they, they tell them go what's, what's this geezer going on about why is he telling me to slow down i'm here to run but you've got to take it down a notch you, you know you've got to work your that 
within that sort of comfort zone, within that aerobic base, and just build your stamina nice and slowly. You know, go up a gear at some point, but just work and feel, just find your way and find that base. And then you've got that foundation to then build that work that then close doing, you know, that harder work, you know, whether it then be the higher efforts, you know, if she's yeah. working in zone four and five, whatever, because she's doing her heart rate stuff, and then most yeah. of the rest of the stuff is in zone ones and twos. Or if you're, you know, you're doing it by effort levels, it doesn't really matter. It's all roughly the same stuff. But finding a way, you know, to really train smart, um, and that's how, you, and that's how you'll achieve your goals, whether it be a six-hour marathon or a three-hour marathon. It, it doesn't matter. It's all the same principles. And Chloe is a perfect example of what can be achieved. Yeah. You seem to, you seem to be someone who's sort of drunk. In- taking in loads of advice and you you know you're a big reader and sort of like dig out as much information as you can about how to improve yourself and it's, it's taking over your life in that manner as yeah. well yeah i mean the streakings become a habit they say was it 21 days to become a habit and then you think oh what's the next goal 30 days mm. um oh then 50 days and now i can't it, it just <laughs> the thought of not doing it actually fills me no of course I've got to do it um but um it goes back to a video that Chris did um about the different paces so I will do a threshold session once a week and there will be a marathon pace sometimes putting that into my long runs Mm. sometimes a vo2 max session um and then there'll be hills thrown into that and I've just seen that John said about, do I find hills a nightmare when trying to stay in zone two? Absolutely. And where I work in it's Lewisham. It's so hard, isn't it? It's so yeah. hard. The other week in Lewisham, I was going up um, Lewisham Hill and my heart rate was going absolutely crazy. And I thought, but hang on a minute, I'm doing a threshold run here up the hill. So I should be going faster than this. And then my coach said to me, no. You need to keep it in that pace. And because I'd gone up to the sort of almost VO2 max and my legs went on me, he said, that's because you've gone into the heart rate zone where you can't last. So don't worry. Ignore the pace. Look at the heart rate. But again, if you're running to paces as well, it's the same thing. Mm. Just go with the pace. You go you know, from that lactate to alactic, you know, and and, and it it can't cope with it. You can only hold you know, that lactic threshold for a really short period of time. Exactly, right? yeah. Until you drop back down into your lactate and then, you know, you're starting to work and and it's and everything's getting on top of each other. So it is hard to say in zone two going uphill, but you need, to, you need to maintain your heart rate, you need to maintain your pace or you need to maintain the effort level as you go up the hill. Yeah. Uh, and then obviously on the descent, over the years, one after it usually is, um, you then also control your pace down because – I don't know about you, Kai, but if I'm coming down here, I always go down it like a lunatic. And again, it's it's the wrong way of doing it. You need to keep that consistency, whatever your train, your data points, whatever you're training to. Um, And hopefully that answers John's questions, actually. So, yeah. yeah. So if you're doing all these long zone two, how do you keep yourself entertained? You know, this is a long run podcast. Good plug. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, I listen to this on my long runs. Um, <laughs> often I'm working on a Friday night, so I can't join live. Yeah. But so it's it's in my ears. I I run to po- podcasts. Yeah. So um, yeah, it it just keeps me distracted the whole time. Um, I will listen to music, but podcasts is the way forward for me, definitely. Yeah, you're not alone there. I think I think I mean we like we spoke about. I think it was in week one, wasn't it? when we said about this i mean there's so many good podcasts out there for runners now you know like you've got um uh, the marathon talk and you know stuff like that and everybody everybody's different what they what they want to what they want to listen to but for for us when we started this to try and give you know just a, a people like yourself chloe and like petra and all the other people who have been nice enough to come on just look at it from and be relatable from a from an everyday runner's point of view i think it, it's really interesting to to hear your story and, and other runners like yourself it's, it's amazing well, you, but also, it's amazing to see the fact that you're actually a, a, a world champion. Yeah. <laughs> and nobody can take that away from you. No, no well, one. they can. The next round could. Well, well yeah. you know, you could yeah, use mate. it as, you know, you know, the spur to go on and win again and again and again, you know. Well, yeah, and Elaine's just asked a question about heart rate money. But does she need a monitor to do it? She's got an Apple Watch. I wear a chest strap. It's so much more accurate. Um, mm. I did for a couple of months just by my watch. 
Um, and there were these spikes. And I, yeah. I'd be like, well, what's happened there? Why has that gone up like that? Mm. And it was just, it, it's, it's just inaccurate. You it's have only, to use something. Unfortunately, um, I mean, the, the Polar Watches have probably got the best sensors on them, but they're still not, I don't think, a, a, a good enough watch out there yet that's got accurate reading, like if you was wearing a chest strap. I'm wearing one on my arm at the moment. I'm testing, I've got a Polar one that I wear on my arm, um, and that's not as accurate as the chest one um, yeah. either. And, and Elaine, if, you know, if you're looking to, to take, take a reading and you need to get the most accurate date you can, then you need to reset your zones. And then if you, if that's the route you're going to go down, then really I would say read about it and research about it so you understand what's going on, but just make sure you do set your how zones. Much, how much would a half-decent heart rate monitor set a back, Chris? I think my Amazon – I've got one – my heart rate one just from Garmin was – and I bought that myself, so hashtag not gifted um, – was about 80 quid from, from Amazon. And, you know, you go on a prime day and just grab one. Uh, Tobe's got, as you'd expect with Tobe, he's got – all the gear and no idea. And he's got this one that, you know, talks oh, to him had... and does all this sort of stuff as he's going along. A little um, bit of idea. But he's got, he, he has got, he's got this triathlete thing because he's got delusions of being a triathlete. Because he's, no, he's qualified from the Skyathlon, he's now trying to compete in other events that basically he may have a chance at, but we'll get to those. He's going to try something that he's good at. He'll find something. Um, I suppose now Toby's back. We ought to do the lightning round. Yeah, because because Al's not here, is he, Cody? He's, yeah, he, he's he's throwing his he's throwing his his G string at Tom. Yeah, he's at Newmarket Races. He keeps asking me for tips, but he's at the wrong shop, really. I don't. Really he, do he must be on the Sherbers. he's been on the sherry, isn't he? On the coach of all the old boys. He's put his seat <laughs> back in and got on it. That's, that's how they roll. Anyway, he's not here, so I'll have to do it. Right. Okay, Chloe. It's the lightning round. Yeah. So I t- ten quick fire questions. Yep. Um, so um, we should start. Number one, bucket list race. Oh, Ironman. Yeah. I'm a swimmer as well. Uh, cycling's my least favourite, so definitely an Ironman. What do you reckon? You're going to do it? Uh, I've re- I'm, I'm going to give a, triath- a triathlon a go. The skyathlon gave me a bit of. Uh, Multi-skill, multi-sport. Yeah, and how the legs work, because my legs went to jelly, but I was like, no, I'm the boss here. I will carry on, ignore the jelliness. And it just sort of thought, right, yeah, I'm going to give this a go. Oh, good luck to you. Pre-race breakfast. Muesli. Yeah? No added sugar. (laughs) Favourite distance? 10K. 10K. Nike or Adidas? (sighs) I'm an Asics girl, yeah. But I do an Essex Asics girl. That's a helpful <laughs> one. <laughs> um, but out of, I do go with. I do like the Pegasus Thirty Six, the Nike Pegasus Thirty Six. Don't like Adidas, so Nike. okay. So that points the thing. Okay. Um, Favorite brand of running shorts? Super dry. <laughs> cool. Coke or Pepsi? <sighs> I'm not a fan of either because it's full of nasties, but I'll go Diet Coke. Diet Coke. Summer or winter training? Now, (laughs) before I started marathon training now, because I've always done it in the winter, I'd have said, oh, I'd love to do it in the summer. Now I'm doing it. We'll see in October, but I think it's winter. So which it. which marathon are you doing in October? Oh, just virtual virtual London. Oh, virtual London. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I remember. Yeah. Um, road or trail? Road. Trails that sends the heart rate up too much. Oh, yeah. Not very scientific. Yeah. <laughs> um, and what's your one song playlist? Right. It's not actually a song, but I uh, when I finished uh, the marathon, uh, Virgin London Marathon, I actually had... Uh, Tchaikovsky's 1812 Overture. Oh, brilliant, yeah. <laughs> because those cannons at the end, yeah. Oh, that's, that's brilliant. That's 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 forward. A, that is, that is um, that's what I'd call playlist optimization. Yes, and it's 17 uh, minutes. It, yeah. I had that the other week when I was running up um, Greenwich Hill and got there just at the, the end of the theme from Rocky. You know, it's absolutely, you couldn't, you, you couldn't write it. 
And right, finally, Alan always has a question that's specific to the person. So, ballet or kickboxing? <gasps> they're not too dissimilar because they're both disciplined and you kick your leg high in both of them. Oh, kickboxing. Kickboxing. That's brilliant. Thanks, Claire. I will run the graphics and we'll see you at the end. Can I just ask something? Can I just, sorry, Chloe? Yes? They're very similar. One, you're beating the living daylights out of someone and (laughs) (laughs) you're you're holding on to a bar trying to do it all. (laughs) It's all disciplined, isn't it? It's set uh, moves linked together. Um, You have to have good stance. So, you know, yeah, and yeah. I'm that's never, I, strength. Yeah, they're both the same, kickboxing and ballet. That's, that's awesome. Well, I'm you know, it's just, you know, similar discipline. I'm, I'm, I'm backing her up on this, definitely. Toby, we've got a few comments. Yeah, we've got a few coming. Oh, Ray's on. Yeah, Ray's on. Happy jogger. Ray Solis, uh, happy jogger. Got my 40 hat. I'm running fast. It's the, it's the pink, Ray. If pink makes you run faster, ask Chloe. It's yep. scientifically proven that pink makes you run faster, people. Yeah, they're gonna, there's going to be plenty of people smashing their park run PBs tomorrow because they've got their pink shirt on. Yeah, Sam Hall's excited for park run tomorrow. Sam, let us know which park run you're doing tomorrow. Yeah, tell us. Uh, be interested to know. Make sure you look out for any 40 runners um, as well while you're doing that, which is going to be – I've got to give the guys um, from – because Will emailed me, uh, which is very nice of him, uh, to mention the discount code. So if you want 15 – one five uh, percent off um, of Active Route. Use the code promo code, and again, I don't get paid for this. People, uh, forty runs, all one word, uh, and you'll get fifteen percent off Active Route stuff. So, ship that in if you want to get yourself some Active Route. Get fifteen percent off. Use the promo code forty runs. I do love the guys at Active Route. So that's very nice and to give us fifteen percent off. Yeah, it's and great well. to have Will along to uh, have a chat about what they can do, and you know, hopefully, we can support them. Yeah, that's brilliant. Um, so next week, mm. plenty going on. Next week, we'll be looking forward to the landmarks, won't we? Because we're doing that on Sunday. Yeah, I think next week, I think I tell you what, we must speak to. Um, I don't know whether we can get her on, but it might be worth giving Kelly a shout for next week. Let's Kelly, I don't, I don't know if she probably isn't um listening or watching, but we'll get Kelly try and get Kelly on about landmarks. Let's talk about it because that's a big event going on in London, probably the sort of first big one. Um, yeah. In London, with with the pandemic, that'd be a good one to talk about. Obviously, I've done that. Um, you can watch the video I did. A yeah, I've done it before as well. There'll be plenty of folks who are all of plenty of regulars who'll be uh, will be pounding the streets of the capital next Sunday. Yeah, I'll be doing um, ons. I've got ons. I've got specific ons for that. You saw I was wearing them the other night, weren't I? You're gonna have your ons on. Me, me, I'm gonna have me ons ons. Oh, Alan, yeah. like them, very white. Oh, were you? Uh, yeah, they were, they were not as white as they were from the other night, but I've got me ons that I'm going to be wearing for the... Um... They look like they've got some sort of jetpack on the bottom or something. Yeah, they're, they're, they're a bit firmer than I was expecting. Um, and uh, actually, I've just had hold tight exclusive. Well, actually, no, I better not show you that one. Hang on. But I just, I'd be interested to know if anyone's had these, the tri- oh, uh, Triumph shoes from Sockening. Just landed. So I'd be very interested to know if anyone's a fan of the Triumph. Karen Lumley's just pointed out there's a few Northerners coming down as well oh, no. next weekend. Oh, dear. Well, as long as they behave themselves. Mm. Unlikely, let's be honest. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> Karen. Still as well, we... Still as <laughs> well, it's been a... I've really enjoyed it tonight. It's been really good. Um, Clive, thanks ever so much for your time. Era. I hope you enjoyed it. We'd love to have you back the next time you win a world title. Yeah, nice. world champion. Well, yeah, world... remember us, won't you? Remember, you did it here first. You know, we're the ones who looked after you before you got all rich and famous and winning world championships and doing yeah. Ironman and all that sort of thing. And Thanks so much for joining us. Hey, we've got to give a shout out to Alan because I yes. think he's just about to get started, isn't he? Because Tom will be on. So, Al, if you're listening, turn on your hearing aid so that way you can um, you can hear the, hear the music. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, don't get too close to the speaker, Al. 
Right. Okay, everybody. Thanks ever so much for joining us again on the long run. We'll be back next week for more fun and frolics at seven o'clock YouTube. You can pick us up on wherever you get your podcasts on Apple or Google or Spotify or wherever you go. We're out there. We're yeah. a thing. <laughs> we are so, out there. <laughs> <laughs> so please download us and give us a review and tell the world how wonderful we are. That'd be lovely. Thanks ever so much for joining us. And we you shall see you run. again next week and smash your park run tomorrow. Have a brilliant time. It's back. And, t- and tag me on Instagram. Anybody who's at park running this weekend, tag me at 40 runs. I want to see your pictures. Yes. Get your pictures done. Get your pink shirts on. Get your 5K smash. We'll see you next week. Thanks very much. Mm-hmm.